Okay, so we are holding here Perak Shani. Um, no, I, pardon me, Perak Shlishi. Os Kimmel. Os Kimmel. Okay. Um, so again, the previous weeks we've been talking about the idea that to maintain the balance of Achira, Kosh Baruch Hu made us with the Neshama and with the Gulf, and there is a war that is in between them. So Os Gimel, over here in Perak Shlishi. Um, it's on page you test in hours. You test in hours, yeah. Keep going. There you go. Oh, too far. A little more. All right. Let's go. So he says the following. So we're going to read through um, a little bit of it, and then we'll go back and we'll explain a little bit. Amnam Gzar Tuvis Baruch Shemay Hashem's Hashem's decree of goodness. She agvul lishtad l'sazeh. That this war between the Shama and the Gulf should have a, a limitation to it, meaning it should not go on forever. There should be an end point. There should be enough time for Adam to achieve Shlemus, to completeness and connect to And when he completes all of his efforts, then he will be able to attain his completeness. And he will rest. In in his um, benefits, he will he will rest in the enjoyment of the of the labor that he did in this world forever, without any end whatsoever. Therefore, the Ebeister made two zmanim. One is a time for working. The other is a time for reward. So this is what we refer to as Olam Haza and to Olam Haba. So the Rambam says the fact that Kodesh Baruch Hu put a, a limit or a cap. On the Zman of Eida was an outgrowth of a Kosh Baruch Hu's toiv, that it should be the, the, the time that it takes to achieve Shlemis is limited. It's not something that will go on forever, nor is it something which, you know, some people can complete earlier than, than, than others, but rather there will be a hard stop at some point. And this was a reflection of his toiv, that there is this hard stop for a person to then appreciate the enjoyment forever. Ulam midas toiv meruba. Kodesh Baruch Hu's midas toiv is meruba. What does that mean, midas toiv meruba? Um, so you find this. There's a Rashi in Gemara Makis, um, and Chazal used this lashon. Midas toiv meruba means that we always assume a Kodesh Baruch Hu's toiv is greater than his puronius, right? So the Mishnah Makis says something to the effect of um, if one helps somebody else do an avera, then he'll be punished. So you know, kavachaymer. It should be that if a person helps someone do a mitzvah, then for sure he shall be rewarded. So Rashi says over there, I believe the source for it over there was that the Averis that is held over in a family is only up to Dor Shlishim Revi'im, I think. And whereas the, the toiv that's given in a person's family for a Maisa Mitzvah you did goes up for, you know, thousands of, of years in, in the future. So we see a Kosh Baruch Hu's Midah of Toiva is always bigger than his Midah of Puranius, right? Um, where else do you find such a concept? You find the concept that Machshava Toiva is Mitzvah for Maisa. person wants to do an Aveira, wants to do a Mitzvah, and he's not able to do the Mitzvah. Kosh Baruch Hu takes his goodwill and his thoughts, and he's Mitzvah for Maisa. Whereas Machshava Ra'a, a person wants to do an Aveira, and he doesn't get a chance to do the Aveira, then Kosh Baruch Hu does not take his bad thoughts that he wanted to do the Aveira and cause it to be as if he actually did the Aveira. Because again, meet the Toiva. Meruba, right? So, what, what, what's the word in this midatayv meruba? Why is it that Kosh Baruch Hu's midatayv is 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 meruba? Why is he, you know, it, it, in surface value, it almost sounds like it's, um, you know, that that it's a Kosh Baruch Hu's a, a veteran, right? He's a rachman that he that he 
he really should have been more tough, but like he's a big softy, right? That's, that's what it sounds like. And, and we know a person can't say that. The Mishnah and Brochus, the person says, Akash Baruch is Vatran, Al Kantipur Yigir Rachamecha. A person says that you were so um, merciful to the baby bird that you caused that, uh, that we have to shoot the mother away. Then a person is Mishtakhtan, they say, you, you silence him, right? We don't make a Baruch Hu into a, a Vatran. Akash Baruch is not a, not, not a softy. Rachamim and Chesed from Baruch is not an out product of a person that is um, just an emotionally light person, right? There's a Cheshman behind everything Akash Baruch does. So also, any, like, like a right, precisely, exactly, right. Well, that would be the issue in in in, in the exactly, because you're ascribing these human emotions to Kosh So what's the vort then? If that's the case, then the Mida Tov is Merubah. We always find that Kosh errs on the side of Tov and, and on giving more so than on the side of uh, of of Peronius, of of, uh, of punishing. So the vort I think is very posh. Um Anybody who you know would have taken a class in school, especially probably on the college level, you see this you see this more, is that we all know there's two types of teachers that are out there, right? Um, I mean, there's, um, I'll, I'll illustrate with a cute story. No, no shaykh is really to what we're teaching, but, but it's, not, it's, a, it's a muscle that Elam likes to talk about for, for Tila Sibor. that there once was a terribly difficult teacher, and she told the class there's going to be an exam on Wednesday, and everybody comes on time, the exam's going to last for four hours, and if you go one minute over the four hours, then I'm going to take your paper away from you, and you're going to lose, you're going to lose your, entire, your entire grade, and you, and you better study, and it's going to take you four full hours, and don't anyone think that they can get away with you know, a shorter time of the test. Okay, no, comes the great day for the exam, the Islam sits down, and they start taking their test, pencils are furiously scratching away, some guy waltzes in at like 11.30 in the morning. Um, you know, way after the test started, a very short amount of time, 12 o'clock comes, she calls it, she says, okay, time, everyone turn your papers in, and everyone, like, you know, no one finished the test, right? And there's like a witch of a teacher. And everyone turns in the test, and, and this guy is still sitting, you know, writing away, and she's looking at this guy, when he walked in, he, you're not going to finish on time. And she's looking at him as he's still writing, I'm not going to accept this paper. No, comes time for, for, for if class is over, everyone leaves, he's still writing, she starts grading papers. Right? He's sitting there taking the test, taking the test, eventually comes over to her, and she looks at him, and she says, I'm not taking your paper. He looks at her, he says, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? She says, I don't know who you are, and I don't care who you are. She says, good. Grabs a stack of papers, takes him, stuffs it in the middle, shuts the stack, and walks out the, <laughs> walks out, right? They tie to that, so you say, Tfil B'tzibor, that, that Kel Kabar lo yimos, that a person davos B'tzibor, then do you know mafka in the Proctum, right? Okay, but we all know that there are teachers like that. That was a total tangent just for a fun story, right? <laughs> but but, we, but we, all know, we all know there are teachers like that, right? And there are other teachers that, that, that sometimes they make their class challenging in such a way where it, it, the goal is, is that, yes, the person has to work, but, but there's a, I never understood it. How can you have a class where Lahedya, the goal of the class, everybody should fail, and they curve up the lowest person who failed to be like, like what, what is that? So why did you design your class in such a way where nobody's able to, to make it out the other end? Terrence says you care much more about your COVID than you care about being ma'ala, your, your, your talmidim, right? You have other teachers that care very much about being ma'ala, their talmidim. They may make it challenging and difficult. What's going to be the difference between these two teachers, right? The difference is, is that the one that's doing it for the sake of whatever, whatever reasons they have, they, they, they enjoy being, being tough, they're not going to give the tools in the end for a person to be able to succeed. Whereas the other one, the kids will be ma'al of the Talmud, yes, in a chanami, it's going to be difficult, it's going to be hard, but, but the tools are going to be there, right, for the Talmud to succeed. And at the end of the day, the goal is the Talmud should rise to the challenge and, and, and accomplish, right? If we understand that a Baruch created the world, like we spoke about in the beginning, in order to give to man, the goal was to give everybody Olam Haba, right? That means that's the tachlis, right? Everything a Baruch does is only an outgrowth of the initial rotsin that he should be a native to, to B'nai Adam. Memela, midat is always going to be merubah. 
Because why? He doesn't want to see us fail, right? Yes, there has to be a challenge. There has to be a bechira. It has to be that we become the Baal HaToiv. We have to earn it in order for the for us to have a Dveikas Hashem like we spoke about. Or Tuna speaks about the idea that the Lachem Nechsufa like we spoke about multiple times, right? But at the end of the day, the Ebesher's goal is that we should actually make it. So Mela, Mida Tova is going to be Meruba, not out of a Vatronis, but Adraba. He would give us the Gan Eden off the bat. But we have this pesky problem that we have to we have to earn it, and that's what created the Elamatachten and the Guf and the Shama and the battle between the Guf and the Shama. All this is just an, a product of him needing to and wanting to give to us, and these being the steps that we have to go to. But the Ratzin was the Ratzin to give. So then, by definition, anywhere where Kosh Baruch Hu does not need to make life more difficult on us to achieve the goal, he won't, because the initial Ratzin and the Bria was to, to be a giver and was to have the Mida Teva, right? So Mamela, you're always going to find Mida Teva is Meruba. Kosh Baruch Hu is not out to get us. Baruch will raise the bar and for our own good and any challenge we have to go through Mela is going to be something that we have to go through in order for us to achieve and gain our shlemus in this world but it's, the bar is not there for the sake of the bar the bar is there for the sake of the Talmud but Mela you'll always find me the Tevi so therefore when Hashem is designing the Bria he's going to design it where we have to go through as little saris as possible in order to get to the to, to, to the goal, and that's the midah teva meruba, right? So ulam midas teva meruba shaavoda yeshlo zman mechukak. The zman of avoda has a prescribed amount of time, a, a set time. And Hashem and His great chachma had to figure out exactly how much time that should be. Here's noel lezeh. What is the what is what is appropriate for that? And we're going to discuss later. That's the six thousand years of of avoda of, of this world. And there's a kates, right? Just like the kates for Mashiach. There's there's a kates for the zman the zman avoda. The kibbutzchar. Whereas the world of receiving schar is something which is is infinite, it has no end to it whatsoever. It goes on. It goes on for eternity. A person enjoys and he continues to enjoy. He walks he, he travels in his enjoyment. Madrega after madrega. With the shlemish that he was that he was um, he was he was he was kinda. Okay, good. So there's a lot of points over here that I, we, we need to discuss. Number one um, is this concept of a of a of a, a gvul to the hishtadlas, right? So to some degree, if you think about it, it, it almost seems like it's it's it, it seems like a chesed that if created this gvul, you only have to effort and work, right? You imagine if the work week, you know, went on all the way through the weekend, right? So it's a chesed that the work ends and there's man a manucha that comes after 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 the work week. It's, it sounds great. But Lamaisa, though, that means that not everybody will have the fullest time to fully perfect themselves, right? I'm saying when the curtain comes down, it's whatever you earned in that amount of time, and whatever you didn't earn, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't receive. So uh, to some degree, it almost seems like it's 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 counterintuitive, right? Um, so the, the Remchal speaks a lot about a lot about this in Das Tfunis, and Derech Hashem doesn't mention this so much. But but you'll, when we get to the, to the next Chelik, when he talks about Ashkach um, you, you very much will get a sense of this idea that he talks about. The Remchal says that the Akharish Baruch Hu has two primary midas that he uses in, in, involved with running the world and bringing it to Shlemus. He says one is the midas of Mishpat, and the other one is the Kodesh midas of Yichud. We, we on Hagaz Yichud. We, we've spoken about this before, but midas Mishpat is. Like it says by the Briyas Ailam, the Kodesh wanted to create the world Bedin, and that's why he used the Shem Elokim, and he saw that the Briya wasn't able to, to maintain a Madrega of Din, and then here is Meshatef um, Chesed with Din, and he made Rachamim, and that's why the beginning of Bereshis, it's Bereshis Bar Elokim, Rashi says, but later on it says in the second barak, Hashem Elokim, he adds the Shem Havaya, which is the shame of, of a Koshbokho's Rachamim, he's Meshatef, he joined it, he partnered it with, with the Din. Like, well, what's going on with this Rashi? So the, the answer, Pashtus, is, is that 
like we said, if a person earns his Olam Haba, he becomes the Balatov, the deeper his connection is going to be to Gosh Baruch the next world, when he has that level of something like that we spoke about before, like the Venn diagram, right? There's how much we are not like a Kodesh Baruch Hu, and there's a Kodesh Baruch Hu on the other side, and then there's the overlap, how much we have in common with the Kodesh Baruch Hu. So when we become the Bala Toiv, when we exert Bechira, and we choose Toiv, and we imbibe in ourselves Torah Mitzvahs, and thereby being mashlam ourselves, and transform our self-entity closer to the Kodesh Baruch Hu's reality, we share in common with the Kodesh Baruch Hu that we are the owner of our own Tov. And two things which are similar are able to overlap, and there's able to be a Dveikis. So the more Torah Mitzvahs a person does, the more he becomes a Bala Toiv, the more he does it of his own free will, his own Bechira, the more he becomes similar to Hashem, and the deeper his Keshur to Kosh will be in the next world. So, and, and theoretically in the Bria, the least help that we would get from a Kosh would be better, because then all the more so we would be the Balatayv, right? Um, it, it's almost like you you have um, you know a child, he wants to do some kind of a game, and you let him do it on his own, and, and he totally strikes out, or overthrows the ball, or no, no Shaykhas, right? You know, he's at the arcade, and he tries to throw the ball, and he misses, and, and nothing doing, right? So God, so you gotta give him some pointers, maybe you work his stance, eventually you grab his hand, and you help him, you know, right? Now, obviously, what's more rewarding for the child? Where, where, where is that much more view that he's one when you leave him totally on his own devices, right? However, though, it's very hard to leave somebody totally to their own devices, especially if they don't have the kalim to be able to accomplish it. So it's not the vort that a Baruch Hu changes his mind. We know we've spoken about the Tzimtzum many times, right? It's not the vort that, that there's the not made of out of reboy. There are no experiences in life, life which changes a Baruch Hu's vantage point. Therefore, you have to understand every time in the Chumash where Hashem regrets something or he's upset about something or he wishes he could do something differently, that that's not Kipshuto, right? Yeah, it's a whole discussion over there, right? But the same thing here also. It's, it's not the shot that he saw the world couldn't be Oymid and Midas Adin. He knew the world couldn't be Oymid and Midas So why do you start with Midas Adin then? If you know it's not going to work, why, why do you do that? Terence says because that is the ideal. That is the ideal. And like many things in life, before Chet, before, before the Chet, after the Chet, that is the world of the ideal, and, that, and that's what, it, what would, have, would have maximized it. Because Baruch is therefore teaching us that the world of the ideal is not something which always is possible. And the middle of the Shittuf of Rachman was something which was bound to happen and needed to happen. And the Kosh Baruch knew that from the beginning, but we, but we still have to understand where is the, the ideal. So too, you know, a child is in an endeavor in school. First thing you do, you don't, you don't, you don't start away with the support right away, even though you might realize he's going to need it. You let him try it himself, see how it goes, and then you add in the support, because as much as we can have him be close to the ideal, the more that we want him to be living on the ideal. He needs the support. He needs the support. That's what he needs, right? You don't start by giving extra time in the test. After it's determined, he needs it. So then so then, then you then you throw in all the accommodations, right? Same thing here also. The Bria started off on, on, on the concept of the pyramid at then because again, that's that's the spitz. That's the ultimate. That's how all of them can truly be a balatayf. No Egosh Baruch knew that wouldn't work. So even though he set the, the Bria to be like that at its foundation, he had the Mishtatev Rachamim. So the, the, the same thing is true is true here also, that yes, if we would allow Adam to have a maximum amount of time, an infinite time, to gain his Olam Haba, it could very well be that he would climb out of his hole and we would create people that were absolutely perfect, or, or people would constantly be failing. And the circle of mishpat, mishpat is you only get what you deserve without any help whatsoever. If Kodesh Baruch Hu would add the Bria, would add an unlimited amount of time to fill yourself, there are people that would, that would drown out, right? They are, you, know, you can leave people for a millennia and they're still going to be a lo yitzlach. Right, and, and they'll never they'll never get to the finish line. Some people, some people very much will get to the finish line early, and they'll be they'll be checked out. Other people will not be able to 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 achieve that. And the world because of Khalila, it would go around in a circle over and over again. Every Gilgal, different Gilgal neshamas, whatever it is, it would be, and, and people would not necessarily achieve the Olam Haba that they're supposed to be achieving. Right. Um, the the Gra speaks about the concept of Nuach um, He says he says. 
they, they nimnu the gomru, Chazal say they voted, and they said that um, it's, it's better for a person not to come into this world, but once he's in this world, you know, Yifashpesh, B'maisa, right? Mr. Sharm quotes it. Um, what's the word over there? So, so the Vilgain speaks about the concept of Gilgal Rishon, Gilgal Shani, right? He says basically that Gilgal Shani that comes in the world is a good side. It was probably better not to come to this world because you can mess up more than you had done the first time. He actually learns all Sefer Yoyna, by the way, al Piremez to refer to this, that Yoyna, pre-being plunged into the water, represented a soul in torment, and the boat was the guf, and the guf sailing on the great sea, representing his journey to, on the way to Olam Haba, and the rockiness and the storm was the Ruach Sa'ara, created from the Malcha Kabbalah and, and the Malachim that he created, and the storm ended up overtaking the boat, and the boat um, was, 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 was threshing around, and Yonah was sleeping, that means a person that has all the pangs of death at the end of his life, and you sued him from a life full of averas in the end of the day and then he's sleeping he's not awake to, 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 to wake up and to do tshuva and ultimately Yonah dies and everything he goes through under the water and the sea that the Pesukim say about he says it's a remez to what the Neshama goes through and then when he gets spit out again then that's a remez to Gilgal Shani right so he's, he's and, the, and over there the guy speaks about this, this concept emphatically that you, 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 can, you can mess up more than you could achieve. So Kodesh Baruch Hu didn't want it to be that way. He didn't want to leave it open-ended to us that we just earn, 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 and the best earners will make it, and, and, the, and the, right? no child left behind, as, 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 as they say, right? So Mamela, Kodesh Baruch Hu created a case. He said, no, 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 no. This is not going to go on forever that the oil must try to perfect themselves. They might never climb out of their hole. Therefore, we're going to make it a hard stop and an end time. And there was a second Hanhaga he had called the Hanhaga's Yichud. Right, which is that even though yes, this world is a world of mishpat. What you do, you deserve. What you don't do, you don't deserve. The world of teva is similar to the hanhaga of mishpat. That if you um, if you throw the ball with the right amount of uh, strength, and accuracy, and the right um, angle and whatnot, they'll land in the basket. If you overthrow, underthrow, don't have the right aim, it's not going to go in. That's mishpat, right? You need all the conditions necessary to sink the ball in the basket. Everything in the physical world requires mishpat. The world of teva is mishpat, which is why the shem elokim ha elokim is gematria. Teva, the Tanya says, because the world of Din is the world of Teva. Either you did it, or you didn't do it, right? You invest in the right company, or you didn't invest in the right company. You invest in the right company, you make it, you invest in the wrong company, you lose your money, right? That's the world of Mishpat. But Rachamim Havaya is the world of Yichud. was, he is, he always will be. And it's the concept that this world of Mishpat, of finite Pratim, will be brought to its completion. So even though we are given Bechira, Akash Baruch Hu is manipulating the strings to get us to do the things that he wants us to do. It's almost like a master chess player. He can play against an opponent, and the opponent has 100% free will in order to do whatever move he's going to do. But the chess player knows exactly how to manipulate the person on the other end of the table to get him to do whatever it is that he wants, right? He, I, I got to play chess with my children recently. It was very fun. I didn't play, I, the kid, I was, uh, I was, I was did tournaments and that, so it was really, but it was really gishmak. Like I was hugging him pointers till midway through the game, and then I totally destroyed my daughter. And I actually helped a lot of hana out of that also because it was great because I set her up and and uh, like a three way trap, you know. Wow. And and it was gishmak. But like I, the point was, I knew exactly what she would do commensurate, commensurate to what I would do, right? And that's a hanukzichod that behind the scenes, the Kodesh Baruch Hu knows exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to do and how we're going to react and therefore he puts us and, and then yes this gets involved in, in, in the DM Bechira it's a different comp topic for a different time, they're both true. That's the simple answer, right? But yeah, Kodesh Baruch Hu puts us in situations where we are forced to make certain decisions and that is going to be the entire second chalak of Derek Hashem where we're going to discuss 
the idea of Hoshkocha Pratis, that there's Hoshkocha, who your neighbors are, who your family is, what family you were born into, where do you live, um, what your different kaychas are, who's smart, who's stupid, who's wise, who's dumb, who's, uh, the same thing, who's rich, who's poor, right, who's pretty, who's ugly, all of these things very much will impact the ability that we're going to have, and all of them is part of Kosh Baruch Hu, steering our tachlis in a certain way to get us to make certain decisions, putting us in situations, giving us Yisurim, these are all Kosh Baruch Hu's way of getting us to make um, proper decisions and choices, and he's playing the game, and as, and as as a Rachaman, from the, from the onset of the Bria to the middle of the Bria until the end of the Bria, he's going to steer the Bria to the goal that he wants to bring it to. And so one day, right, that a Kosh Baruch in the Bria will, will become manifest in the world. Like the Gemara Psachim says, that a Kosh Baruch is not pronounced the way that it is, it, is, it is said. In this world, it's pronounced as Adnus, Kamonai, right? Adain, a Lashon of a Master, because we only perceive that there was a creator of the world who runs the world, right? But Lasalava will see, well, we'll see in the Bria, Kosh was guiding the world at every step and every stage in order to bring it to completion. That is the world of Yichud. So yes, we have Bechira, and we have free will, and there's a world of Mishpat, and we only get what we earn. At the same time, behind the scenes, the Kosh is puppeteering and mastering the situation to bring the girl, the world to its its completion, that we should get this Schar, and that's out of the Toiv that a Kosh has. So the Zman Aveda is set. And if it's set, it sounds like, well, maybe I won't make the buzzer. And the answer is, no, 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 Kosh Baruch is doing everything in his power to get you there when it was set. Whereas if the world would be not set and there wouldn't be a Kates, then it would be totally up to our Bechira. And who says that we would make it out the other side? We might just get caught in an infinite struggle that we don't really have the Kalim to be able to pull through. Therefore, he created a Kates out of his Midah Teva. And being that there's a Kates, he uses the Midah of Yichud to make sure that by the time the Kates comes, everything that needs a Tikkun has finally reached its... Tikkun. Does that mean it's still not possible for a person to fail? Yes, it is still possible for a person to fail, and it has to be that way by design in the system, because then it wouldn't really be that we're the Baal HaToyv, that wouldn't be the case, and there are certain people that lost their Chalik in Elam Haba, Ayn Sham, the Mishnah and the Per Chalik in Sanhedrin, but as we're going to see throughout the Sefer, Kosh Baruch has many ways of dealing with, with this. Part of this is Gehenim, Gilgal, Yisurim. So why would he give two Shabbosim and, and say that, you know, we'll bring the Shiach everybody? What's up with that Chazal, you're saying? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know, you know, it's a good question, what's specifically up with that chazal? Look, you got me, right? Yeah. But, but, but in general, though, like, you know, we spoke about this before, we know the Navi speaks of the concept of bi'ita achishana, right? That the Mashiach will come, it's a steer on the pasuk, again, it's proper time, achishana, I will hasten it, right? If it's in its proper time, how do I hasten it? If I hasten it, then how is it in its proper time? It's a stira. So the answer is that yes, we have the world of Mishpat and Yichon. Kosh Baruch has a plan, and there's going to be a Kates, and it's going to come. And he's going to steer it at the proper time. Me'edachisa, there still is the world of Mishpat, where we, through our Maisim, can be Zoycha, through Midas Adin, if we make the right decisions on our own, we exercise our Bechira so powerfully in such a way that we bring about the Geula before a Kosh Baruch was appointed Time to time to, to, to bring out the gula. Yeah. Does that mean that if, if the meaning if we do yes. what we should do and we redo our tikkunim, then the Kaddish Baruch will make it not as punit? Theoretically. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> theoretically, <laughs> and you could sca- escape ikfus of the Mashiach that way. Uh-huh. Yes, uh-huh. theoretically, and and this chazal about the two shabbosim yeah. clearly is somewhere in. Aligned with that again, specifically what's going on in this chazal? It's actually your shalmi. Um, yeah, that's uh, your shalmi. Yeah, doesn't mean that we don't pass it that way, but just mm-hmm. saying it's your shalmi. But um, if I remember right, but um, it, it, clearly Shabbos is me'en alam haba. Klal Yisrael keeps me'en alam haba in this world. Maybe it can get mida. Therefore, there's zeicha into 
and to having in the world of Geula as the world where Kosh presence is clear in the world. That's like Shabbos, where there's a cessation of Malacha, like like the sheet of Shmuel and Gemara Brachas, and Ben El Mahazad, the Mashiach, El Shiba Malchis Bavad. The only thing between this world and the world of Mashiach is that we no longer will have the Gullus and we'll have a Jewish king, and a, right? So a person keeps Shabbos properly and he leaves from the, the work week in the world of being a Mashabe to the physical and to the, and to the, Mela Yerzecha, to the Yemes Mashiach, which is a Zman where the physical will, will be removed and Kalisro can rest and sit in Kailo and be supported by the, by the nations of the world to sit and learn Torah, right? So it's a Midah, can I get Midah? If they keep Shabbos properly, then they'll get to experience Kibiachol the whole week being like, like Shabbos, right? Pashtas. But again, it's, it's a question of us earning it. Now, will we ever be able to earn this Chazal? Right? All them didn't actually make it, right? All them, right? So you always have this dichotomy between what would be potentially possible through the world of Mishpat for us to do and what ends up happening. And I mean, we can, we can make a list in the, in the amount of, of, of Chazal and, and Psukim of when there was a potential to earn something and when it didn't go that way. Anyway, I mean, we'll just start. All the Rishin, Prichet, Kodabchet. Asaph theoretically could have been the Melech of Klai Israel, but Yaakov took both jobs, right? Maimon Har Sinai. Uh, Israel, right. We have all these times, right? Uh, right? Possibly that, right? Exactly. The, the Mashiach, right? Maybe Rabbi Akiva held of him according to some Chazal, right? Maybe you actually It could have been, right? Exactly. We find this Kseder, right? So, yes, in the world of Mishpat, you see, we don't always hold up. Right? Which is a big lesson that a person has to realize. And at the end of the day, with all your turn, all your Veda, and the person has a big guy, but he thinks, you know, I did it. I was Zechet to my own Ruchnias. Yeah? We never made it on our own devices. There always was the Ebsher holding our hands, holding our hand and guiding us to, to our. Our our tachlis. yeah, but but basically that, that's so that, that's the first thing we want to speak about over here, which is the concept that that it's amida teiva that there is an end point, and of course Rahul helps us get to that end point as opposed to it being a never ending process of 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 um, of mishpat. Um, the other thing that's interesting, if you look over here in the end of this from Chal, it's interesting Diak over here at the end. He says that the time for aveda has an end, but the zman for 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 hana for gemul. Is lenetzach netzachem, and and he says over here, Ella, and that's the last line. Ella, lenetzach netzachem, whom is aneg the hoylech. You enjoy and you continue in to enjoy. Right? There's also a misaneg enjoyment the hoylech. With shleimus shakanalo, with the with the shleimus which you yourself were 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 were, were kind of. And he's going to have to speak about in the next ice that olam haza and olam haba. Are fundamentally built differently because they have a different tachas. Olam Hazah is built for the Zman Aveda, therefore the rules that govern the reality of Olam Hazah are going to be as such which facilitate Aveda, and the world the rules of Olam Haba as such are going to be that which facilitates Menucha and, and enjoyment and, and, and oineg, right? So we have a concept that Chazal speak about and the oldest farms speak about the concept, which is that simcha tmidi ain't a simcha. There's no concept called a constant, constant simcha, right? We all know that a person drinks, right? There's always an up, there's a high, and then what ends up coming down, there's a low, right? We know that ruchnis is much more. So they, they, you know, a lot of the farms speak of the idea, that's why shisu yayin was also by by Vedis Beis HaMikdash. Because Vedis Beis HaMikdash is the dveikas of Kishbroch and ruchnis, person getting drunk and, and having an artificial el uh, high is something which is not me'ain the Aveda. The Aveda has a nitzchis to it, and the Hana el is something which is temporary. So whenever there's a high, there's always going to be a low. And therefore, Shosu Yayin is not the type of inspiration which belongs in, in, in a makam of, of Beis Mikdash. But the idea of us constantly having Simcha is is um, is not so much... Uh, did I bring my, my the Quran in... Uh, in uh, oh, I forgot the Quran. I didn't bring the Quran Megillah, the Sefer, possibly. you see it anywhere? 
I forgot in the stack. What are you going to do? Anyway, fine. Yeah. So, so Simcha Tzmidi is not something which, um, which is Shaykh in, in this world. Whereas Olam Haba, you see, there's this concept of Hoylech Omisanek, that there's this continual growth in Oynek. It never gets old, it never gets boring. Basically, the guy in, in, on, on Megillah speaks about the words Sasain and Simcha. Now, so I hope I'm batched. I was planning on looking at it inside. Sasain and Simcha. He says that what's the difference between Sasain and Simcha, right? Laidim Haisa, Erev, Simcha, Vesasain, Yikar. So we find that there's an um, interesting Chazal. There were two Apikorsim. One was called Sasin and one was called Simcha. Um, again, I'm, I'm going to botch the exact lesson over there, but, um, but they argued Sasin held he was better than Simcha, and Simcha held that he was better than, than, than Sasin, right? Sasin's ever so, so, so what does that mean, right? So, uh, so that's not the way the guy says. What the guy says is the following. He says that Simcha is the happiness a person has when in pursuit of a Dabar Taif. A person is misameach. So, for example, a person that is in, in the process of achieving, unless I have them flip, but I'm pretty sure I have it right. But a person in the process of achieving, there is a simcha. Sosin is the happiness that a person has when you've achieved a, a goal that you've had, right? So the, the two, the two minim were fighting because in this world, neither is, is permanent. So simcha was saying, I'm better. Because calls mind you're being over, then you're happy. But you know, and Sassan said no. But uh, I'm better because when you achieve, then 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 you have it. And then when you're done achieving, this, the happiness wears off. But but while you're in the process of doing something, when you're done pursuing it, then the happiness also wears off. So they're both saying neither of us are 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 permanent, right? And the guy was saying that Olam Haba, there is this my love Sassan Simcha, which is. Um, Continuous. So I have to I have to show it to you inside, you know. But the word is that Olam Haba is built fundamentally different. That that that, that there's the simcha in in, in 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 the chase that will always be there, and there will always be the appreciation of the madrega, and and the chase will never end, and settling on the madrega is something which will which will never end. So the concept of simcha tzmidi exists, whereas by this world, the svarim very much speak about the concept of the chayes or rotzav ishav. Gemara and Chagiga say that the chayes they come close to kodesh baruch and they break through a certain layer in shemayim, and they perceive a kodesh baruch one oneness, and then they shove, they 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 they, they scurry away because they can't stand on staying on that. On that madrega, and the Sfarim say the same thing also in our ruchnias that we are bechinas lechayes. In Olam Haza, there is no such thing as as a simchat tamidi. even to some degree in ruchnias that we come close to Kodesh Baruch Hu, we have an, an experience and emotion, but it plateaus in this world, and therefore what happens is that we go into a state of shav. So and the Sfarim speak of the concept that whenever a person is 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 growing in the in the chains of the veda. That he hits a madriga on a high and a peak, and there's a, and there's a, there's a, there's an elation that's there, and then he enters into a frame of darkness afterwards because he's building up for the next madriga and dvekas the Baruch Hu. That in Olam Hazet can't be that our dvekas the Baruch Hu could be everlasting in such a way where there's no break. Whereas if we would stay on one madriga, then it would it would it would get old, and the inspiration would 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 fall off. Mamela, it's always rots of a shove. That we grow a darga, we're, we're plunged into a place of darkness, we grow out of there and we reach a new level of heights and elation. That's the, that's the way Olam Haza is, is built because permanency is not something which is ingrained in this world in the slightest. By the default, the nature of the world, the world is, is imperfect. Whereas Olam Haza is not like that. It's misanag v'hoilach. Right? Lashon v'hoilach is, is, is interesting. Lashon also, we find that, where do you find Lashon v'hoilach is that, is that Ben Aldam is called the hoilach and Malachim is called an oimit. Right? It's famous, says that when the Malachim came to Avram, you know, that he stood under the tree, 
Right? So Radisha Radarshan's over there. What does that mean? Is the Malach is called an Oymed because a Malach has a certain Madrega and Ruchnias and he doesn't grow, he doesn't change, he doesn't walk, he doesn't move. There is no there is no there is no growth that the Malach experiences all. He has his Madrega, he has his area in Shemaim where he perceives the Kodesh Baruch's oneness. Some Malachim have a deeper perception of Kodesh Baruch than others. Some Malachim are higher in the Elamis than, than others, right? Tzrafim, the highest Tzrafim, the Ifani Akkadis are three different Madregas of, 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 of Malachim. Ifani Malachim of a wheel because that's the, the, the malach which touches into the physical world so it's on the lowest of the chain of the, of, of, of the malachim but that's it they're kaver they're madrega from that vantage point the elamis they perceive Hashem's oneness there is no growth there is no change they're considered an oimed right whereas a ben adam is called a hoylech because we are constantly coming closer to Kodesh Baruch Hu, having a deeper and deeper understanding of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's yichud. and that's why Avram Avinu who started our religion the very first Sibyl he has his lechlecha that he grew he grew he grow continued to come close to Gadol Baruch Hu. and Avram went from Madrega to Madrega that is the nature of and that's chias that's life true chias is growth if something would stop moving if tnua would cease from something then it would cease they would cease to have life life is defined as as movement so the Hashem is called Elokim Chaim the Nela, then the only way that a person's connected to that chiyas is if he's constantly growing, if he's constantly moving, he's constantly in a lachacha. So Bredichever says by Amram, you know, that since the Malachim were his guests, and Malachim were called Oymdim, famous word they say that a Rebbe is like Malchai Hashem Tzvakos. Why is Rebbe like Malchai Hashem Tzvakos, right? Because the Rebbe shouldn't fedimian himself that when he teaches the second grade uh, Chumash, and even the, even the, even, even, even the 12th grade Rebbe, or the Beis Medrash Rebbe, who's teaching the same Perak Baba Kama for the, you know, upteenth time, right? Don't fedimian yourself that you're growing and, and you're learning. You're not growing nothing. You're Giving over, right? So a Rebbe is like a Malach Shem Tzvaka. A Rebbe is stationary, right? That, uh, you know, people make a mistake when they go into Chinuch and they think that my whole day spent in Chinuch. So I don't need a night seder. It's 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 a terrible toss, right? You, I'm sorry. Teaching Gemara Mishnayos Brachas to the Kindelach for your you know 16th straight in a row, right? Is not constituted as growing in and learning. A Rebbe is a Malach. He's stuck in, in other Abba. and he does that. He lowers his Madrega in order to give Torah over. It's a very cultural thing that he's doing, right? But he has to be aware that there is not growth in that other Abba. You're 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 being a you're you're being a mashpi at that point. What you're sacrificing, and and, and it should be that way, you know. So Baruch Bear actually, uh, good Jewish guilt. Baruch Bear taught in Kamenetz. Kamenetz was um, was was like I think 18 years old, 19 years old. They were done, and they moved on to like you know a yeshiva gedola. Like Mir, for example, was a, was a yeshiva gedola. Kamenetz, Baranovich, Ravachanan also. Ravachanan taught uh, 17, 17, 8 year old, 18 year olds. A wild thing, you know. Ravachanan and Baruch Bear. We 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 yeah. So Rebarch, we're at the end of, of the two years, you have the Tamidim would tell them, he says, you're going to go off now. He says, I want to tell you something. He says, do you know how much I lost by teaching you? Do you know how much I lost? Do you know what I could have gained in learning and I, 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 I kept learning? He says, but I sacrificed to teach you. And you know that now when you leave this yeshiva, you need to sacrifice to teach others, right? I always put the guilt on them, right? Like, <laughs> go out and, 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 and give in learning, right? That was, that was, that was the, the final message that he, that he gave. That's like a malach, right? So it says, so the Bidishavah says, very cute, not cute, it's a nice, nice chitish of art, that, that, that his guests were malachim, and that, and that a person should never cause your guests to be jealous of the host. And so since Avram was a hoylech, Right, person coming close to Gosh and, and the guests were Malachim. So therefore, Avram was Oimed Tachasa Eitz. He stood under the tree. What's the tree? The Eitz Chaim of Teira. Avram stopped growing in his madrega of learning and shtaiging while the Malachim were with him, not to make the Malachim jealous. Right, very cute, right? Okay, but there we have the concept of an Oimed and a Hoylech, right? So the, if you notice, the, the, the Ramchal is saying over here, there is this constant movement 
and Olam Haba, getting a deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper perception of Akash Baruch oneness. It never gets old, it never gets boring. It's a Simcha Tmidi, which, which continues. So how is that possible? What we do in this world, theoretically, is really a finite number of mitzvahs. So once we enjoy all the, the ruchnis that we have from the mitzvahs in this world, how is it that Olam Haba is something which doesn't have any cessation to it whatsoever? How can we be a hoylich if the amount of mitzvahs we've done are, have a, have a kitzvah? You hear the kasha? Yeah? So the, he's, Rav Chaim Freelander over here brings it beautifully. He says, he says from Rav Dessler, his Rebbe, that Rav Dessler always used to like to speak of the idea that, 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 that the bracha is v'chai oylam nata b'seicheinu. That oylam haba was nata, was planted inside the Jewish people. Why, why the Lashon that was nata b'seicheinu was planted? He says, how does a zriya work? A zriya works when you plant a seed in the ground and the seed continues to, to grow. Mitzvahs that we keep within the framework of this world, we can only experience the tachas of the mitzvah that we're capable of understanding or experiencing within the framework of this world. Right? If you learn Torah and your ability to learn is only on Madriga X or on Madriga Y, that is as deep as you will understand it. Whereas the mitzvahs in this world, in, in, the, in the next world, they function as a window into Kodesh Baruch Hu's yichud. So a person can continue to shtaig and to grow in them. It's not the b'seicheinu. What the mitzvah does is gave the kesher to Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness. Once you have that opening, once you have that vantage point, almost like a muscle of a window, once you have that, that gaze into Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness in that area where you kept the mitzvah, the hasaga that you can have afterwards is endless. And this is all the, the times you hear people speak about the idea that, don't worry, base Medrash Shalmala is so much better than base Medrash Shalmata, right? Because base Medrash Shalmata, whatever you learn down here, you, you understand what you learned. Above, that small understanding down here is a window into understanding the depths of, of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So yes, it's true that the bigger the Tzaddik, the greater his window is going to be there. Machal is going to talk about this later when he's with Elam Haba, that they're different Madrigas. Yes, a big Tzaddik is going to have a bigger Chelek of Haba than, than someone who's a literal Tzaddik, right? What does that mean? It means that he, did, he, he opened more potential and viewpoints and vantage points into perceiving in Kodesh Baruch Hu's in the next world. But even a person that only has one Nakuda to give him Elam Haba, he's an, right? like, like with Gemara we saw last week, that Rebbe cried, that Yeish Kana Elam Abba's and Yeish Kana Elam Abba's right? We saw Rebbe Elazar ben Dardaya was Makana's, he was made a Kenyan as Elam Haba with one stinky Misa, right? That's it. That's the sum total. It's almost like when you're on a boat. Not that I would know. I, been on a cruise since I was a little kid with my parents, right? But but you're on a you're on a boat and you can have the big window that looks out to the sea, or you could be in the with the with the cleaning crew, right? And you have like a little porthole, right, that you can see through. So yes, the person's kinda he has a very small window in which he perceives the Kodosh through. But once he has the window, there's an infinite perception that he can have through that framework. The tzaddik that was that was kinda many different mitzvahs has has a much wider window. He has a much bigger framework and where he can view a Kodosh but everybody's still growing. Means that the mitzvahs in this world, when you do it in this world, is finite. In the next world, you'll be able to perceive unlimited for eternity the depth of the Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness through the vantage point of the mitzvah that you that you that you did. So it's a very geshmak. Um, what are we doing on time here? I'll tell you outside. Very geshmak of Gemara. Um, I should read the Gemara though. Very geshmak of Gemara. Gemara Chagiga. Um, this is one of those times when. Uh, you see like a, a Benishchai or one of the Perishim Agarata and you, you realize there's a lot more going on in the Agarata than we, uh, than we think. The Gemara over there brings the story of two Amarayim, or two Tanoim rather, that went to go visit their Rebbe. Okay. Talking about a Maisa, Rebbe Yechanan ben Bereka, Rebbe Elazar ben Chisma, Shahach Belak Belpnei Rebbe Yeshua Bepekian. They went to go see Rebbe Yeshua and Pekian. That was, they were trying to visit the Rebbe on the Moed. It's a mitzvah. Amar Lahem, so Rabbi Shua says to the two Talmidim, 
What was the Chiddush? What are they talking about in the base Madrash today? Amrulai, tell me, Decha Anu, we're your students. We drink your water. Are we gonna tell you? You're our Rebbe. You teach us everything. So it's not, uh, even so, it's not possible that you can have a base medrash without having a chiddush. Meaning, there's something, and a base medrash is there, you're bound to machadish, something interesting and new by dint of all the talmidim that are there. Okay. What? Right, I'm allowing to call them. Oh, good. Shabbos Shalmi Haisa. So Yeshua says, whose Shabbos was it, right? We knew there was a Machlaikis, that Rabbi Gamliel gave Rabbi Yeshua a hard time, and Rabbi Gamliel was removed from his Nasiyas, Rabbi Allah's Rabbi Nazaria was placed as the Nasi, that's the Nagada, Haryani Keben Shavim Shana, that he got the 17, the 70 rows of, of, of white hair, right? And the Shozikna. Um, and, uh, and in the end, the Rabbi Gamliel made up Rabbi Yeshua, the Chamur Meichel, and, and, and then the arrangement was that Rabbi Gamliel would lead the Drasha two weeks out of the month, or not out of the month, two weeks, and then Rabbi Elazar Azariah would lead a third week, and then that was the cycle, two weeks from Gamliel, and one week of Rabbi Elazar Once they put Rabbi Elazar Azariah up, it wasn't appropriate, the Gemara says to take him down. Okay, so it says, Shabbat Shah Elazar Ben Azariah Haisa, it was Rabbi Elazar Ben Azariah's week. Ubema Haisa HaGad and what was, what did he teach you, what was the Pasek? Amrlo, Parshas Hakel, he was Darshaning Parshas Hakel, Umar Darish, and what was the Drasha? Hakel Sa'am, Ha'anashim, Ha'anashim, Ha'ataf. Gather the, the men, the women, and the children. Okay. Im, Ha'anashim, Ba'im, Lamoy, the men come to learn. Yeah. Nashim, Ba'os, Lishmaya. The women come to listen. Ta'af, Lamoboyin. Why do you bring the Kindalach? Kedelite, Inzchar, Luvayim, in order to bring reward to the ones that brought them, right? Rishua got excited. You had a precious jewel. And you, and, you, and you wanted to hide this from me? How could you have held this piece of terror from me? The Oi Darash, as the Shabbat goes on, invites her, and then, and then, then, then Rishua says, Ain Dor Yasam Shedarba. Um, Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah. Okay, good. So he says, There's not an orphan generation that Rabbi Lazar ben Azariah presides in. Now, let's start from the end. So the Benishchai explains, what, was it, what do you mean, indoor yasam? There's no orphan generation that Rabbi Lazar Mazari is in. He meant that when you go to a drasha, the Benishchai says, there always is different levels of people at the drasha. The big time they come, come, and some guy says over oh, sweet, cute, you know, cute, emotional musr, and the big time they come and get bored. And the pshutei am are all happy. Okay, you go to Sheikh Lali, mm-hmm. and the Rashiva gets up and he gives, you know, uh, tif, tif you know, you know, the big Tom are excited, and, and the lower people are, are, uh, are yasam, they're orphaned, right? Endor yasam means that Rilazim Azari was able to give a draw shot where nobody was left out. It, it covered the, the swath of everybody. What, what's going on over here? Because Rabbi Yeshua saw in Rilazim Azari's words a hidden message. What was the hidden message? The hidden message was the word like this. So the Ben Yishchai says, that the Tukunei Zayir says, that the Nashim Sitkaniyas are going to be sitting in Gan Eden after the Ptira, and they're going to learn all the Sisrei Torah that they learned in their lifetime. Uh, Tukunei Zayir. Ben Yishchai asks, women? Sisrei Torah? We don't even learn Sisrei Torah. Well, the women going to learn Sisrei Torah? What in the world is Zayir talking about, right? So he said, the word is the following. What's the Maila of, of Nashim Lishmaya? What's the word? What's the grist of my law of that women come to, come to listen? Right? Like, they're not learning. Right? And therefore the tafer being scarred to the VAM, seemingly the tafer being scarred to the women, that gives the opportunity to the, 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 the women the chance to listen. Right? He says the following is saying. He says, Alam Haza, no, this, is, this is not Yeshiva Shatari right now. And Alam Haza, right, um, we are kailate in our neshama, Taira. We might not understand that in this world. Um, in the next world, though, 
it's going to be there for us as an opening to allow us to be able to engage on a deeper. When the women hear all the terror of the husbands on the table, right? And the next world desire is saying, that it's, by them it's going to turn to Sisrei Torah. They heard a Vort on the Parsha, or a Medrash. And in the next world, that's going to be an opening for them to learn the Zayr and, and, and whatnot, whatever would be the, deep, the depth of it. Even though they didn't understand that in this world. All they did is they heard the Torah, right, in this world. But purely hearing it, you're Kailat in your Neshama, it becomes a part of you, and therefore in the next world, you have, you know, we find almost similar to them, almost the inverse, is that the, the Uber and the Me'imos, and he forgets it. What's the Maila? Terence is deep in there, so therefore it enables you to be able to learn while you're in this world. It's Pumfakar. It's the opposite process, right? Once you have it in you, then you can then you can bring it out. This is saying once you've brought something in, in you, you can appreciate what you have in you and keep growing and be a hoylech within the Torah that you heard. Shanel, Meshach Chochmah says the same word on, on, on this, on, on Hakal. So it's not just the Ben Ishchai, yeah? So he goes on later and he says the following. He says that a child, usually, why doesn't children get this Milo of the Shemaya? Because children fidget and they're not actually listening, Right? See, he said, why did Rabbi Shua got so excited when he heard this? Because the Rav in Pirkei says that Rabbi Shua's mother, when he was a baby, would wheel him into the base Madrash. And so his entire life, he had the suffolk. Did what, did what mama do? Do anything for me or not? And when he heard Rabbi Shua's drasha, he got all excited. Margalius, you had a gem and you were going to hide it from me. Why? Because he thought this was the answer why his mother had wheeled him into the, into the base Madrash. Now, he was at an age before he was fidgeting. He was a little baby in the carriage, right? So the kiddalach, they slip up to, to Harabayas. They're not listening. Right? They're, 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 they're zoned out, right? But a baby who's not yet at the age where he can move around and fidget is able to... to so he held it. There was a mile like the women that were collate the terror. I know that Rav Pinkus likes to talk about the idea that Elmaz is Azman of Bikis. Right? Why? Because in this world you 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 you're, you got Bikis, you cover shots, you'll get to learn it much more deeper in the in the, in the next world. Now I'm I, now I'm not pushing Ashkafas over here. It happens to be that there are many people that, that hold like this, the the, the breastlers are into this, etc. Clearly, there's a mile of exercise in your seichel, and, and, and it says, Adam kiyamas ba'oyal, because I'll say that therefore a person has to be oisik b'tayra, and a kosh doesn't care how much tayra you learn, he cares about the effort and energy that you put into your learning. There's a counter schmooze, can I give this? So let's, not, uh, let's not go off the rails over here and say that like, it's time to start doing dafiyami with an art scroll, uh, you know, and matachten and oil ma'elyin, we'll get to learn the ksais, right? So try to learn some ksais in your lifetime now, also, please, right? But, but, so the understanding, though, is the beautiful thing that comes out from here that the mitzvahs that we do in this world are finite while they're in the framework of this world, which blocks the, the full sense of them. But in the next world, there's something that we can enjoy and sprout and grow in, and it opens a vantage point or a window into a Kodesh Baruch Hu that will be So we think of Elam Haba, and we, we want a Mitzvah Kala, Mitzvah Chamura, right? Have you, have you, have you make the Cheshbin between the Schar Mitzvah and the Schar Aveira, right? To realize that, that every Mitzvah is an act of Nitzchias. It's an eternity of bliss and Simcha, and it's another window and vantage point, a whole new flavor and understanding a Kodesh Baruch Hu's oneness could be in the in the next world, and it's something which a person is misaneg the hoylech, and and yes, as a person will be jealous, someone else olam haba. Not that someone won't have a nitzchis, but it's just it's it's one less window than somebody else might might have in that world. I've, I've told you this before, though, but they they bring really a wine trub that no one is jealous up there uh, is burned by chupasu shalchaveray for something which is unattainable for him. That's, that's not the word. Because everyone has their chilek, and whatever your chilek was, was going to be your fullest perception of Akash Baruch in the next world. A person is jealous that a person was able to reach his potential, and you weren't able to reach your own personal potential, right? So, so, so don't, don't, don't get jealous of a person that seems to have bigger, bigger kalem than you, then, then the, don't worry, that's not going to affect the, the framework. But, it, but it's a choshua thing to realize that every Maisa Mitzvah we do has within the potential an eternity of Dvekas, the Akash Baruch and the, and, and, the, and the next work. It's an ongoing process of, of, of growth. Okay,